Welcome to Footy on the Med, a roving podcast exploring football clubs and culture here on the Mediterranean. My name's Alex Wade and I live in Monton, France, just like my co-host. And here he is. Hello and welcome. I'm John O'Hare, like Alex, a Monton resident. Together we watch football here on the Med, bringing you the action from famous clubs like Marseille, Barcelona, Ajax, Athens and Sampdoria. Names to conjure with. And there are others too, like Hamadona, Piers the goalkeeper, and neither last nor least, Steve the Atletico Medico. That's right. Footy on the Med airs every fortnight on a Wednesday, come rain or shine. And don't forget our regular sidekick, Young Trafford. Allez. Andiamo. This week we travel to San Remo to see San Remese take on Stresa. Enjoy. John. Alex. Last time out on Footy in the Med, we were treated to a cracker. Sampdoria versus Napoli in our home from home, the wonderful Stadio Luigi Ferraris in Genoa. Today, though, we're in a rather different environment. Yeah, we're keeping it real today, Alex. Is that actually what we're doing? Absolutely. Absolutely. We're at the Stadio Comunale in San Remo, the city of flowers, some 15 minutes from our homes in Monton. I like to think of this place as our other home away from home, as it were. You know, when we can't afford to go away to Genoa every week. That's a fair point, actually. And uh, we're here for a Serie D Group A clash between second place San Ramese, the home side, and not so fl- high flying Stresa or Stresa. Um, the away side are third from bottom, and the points differential between the two clubs is a massive 24. But you know what? We must like it here. This is our fourth trip, John, to the 4,000 capacity Stadio Comunale. We've been here four times. Well, no wonder it feels like home. But, Alex, tell our listeners what's different about this game. I don't know if I should, you know, John. I'm, I'm quite shy about these things. Don't you know. be shy. Or as where I'm from, as my brother always tells me, don't cower, man. That's pretty forceful. Okay, fair enough. This is our first footy on the med press accredited game. We've got press accreditation. We've got two tickets saying we're journalists. And we got in for free. And <laughs> made up. We are finally, everybody, official and proper. True, but we won't be sacrificing our integrity. No, we reserve the right to be biased and bonkers in equal measure. Yeah, well, that's probably you rather than me. But anyway, who do you want to win? Uh, well, they've let us in for free and given us accreditation. I'm going for San Reme. San Remese, of course. Best get their name right. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's make sure we do that. Um, yeah, listen, I'm with you all the way. Uh, San Remese for me too. But listen, without further ado, let's run through our score acronym. First up is S for stadium, ground, arena, pitch. Where are we? The Petite and perfectly formed Stadio Comunale in San Remo, a coastal city of 55,000 people here on the Riviera. Okay, you're right there. And uh, C for capacity? You've just said it, and I haven't forgotten, 4,000. Okay, O for opposition in score gives us Streza. Streza. Can you tell our listeners anything about them? Of course I can. They're from Verbano Cusio Usola, the northernmost province in the Italian region of Piedmont. Okay. They usually play all in blue, a la Chelsea. As we know, San Ramese play in Manchester City light blue with white shorts. So I expect the away side to be in a different strip today. Uh, Stressor itself is on Lake Maggiore, a dream location where you can find the Borromean Islands and their fabulous palaces. Stresa, as it's pronounced, okay. is not a place for slouches. It's not a place for stressing. It's a place where, if you were lucky enough to live, you'd pinch yourself every day. Okay. Uh, Well, a couple of quick little observations there. So, um, the away side, Stressa, are playing in uh, black. That looks like black today. 
so they have changed their kit. Um, and San Ramese have got a funky new kit. They haven't got Manchester City light blue shirts anymore. They've got kind of white with a nice little blue branded sky blue thing going on. But anyway, um, Stressor, I mean, everything you say sounds a bit like Lake Como. I mean, I was there last May, fantastic place. Or uh, Pamal, as Eric the Charming Handsome Frenchman would say. Uh, and they've got a club in Serie B too. But moving on seamlessly to R for result, can Stressor play football or are they going to be on the receiving end of a drubbing today? Well, you did point out the points differential earlier, and there is a huge gulf between the two teams. Uh, and Stresa is a four-hour drive away. Did the Stressians travel down last night? Or did they get up early, like the Northern Shoveler, one of Piedmont's native birds? Uh, threw that in there for you. <laughs> Thank you. Either way, they'll be tired. I'm saying San Remese 3, Stresa 0. Yourself? Well, I'm, I'm still reeling from the appearance of the Northern Shoveler on this podcast. Well, I never I expected a, to. I'm an ornithologist. Yeah, well, I never expected to hear the Northern Shoveler referenced in any way whatsoever. But um, I don't know, for some reason. I mean, listen, we're five minutes into the game. It looks pretty even so far, although very, very early. There's Gagliardi, the number 10 for San Ramese on the ball. Good player. I'm saying nil-nil or maybe even 1-1. I know it sounds a bit counterintuitive, but that's my view. A 1-1 draw you're going for or a nil-nil. Interesting. With a scoreline like that... Do you have an exciting player to look out for? Is it a number 10 that you've just mentioned? Well, do you know what? Actually, you've just got to the E of um, score, haven't you, for exciting? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I did. So, well, anyway. What? Do you have an exciting oh, player sorry. to look um, out for? Yes, I do. Um, I have the San Romese number 10, Giorgio Gagliardi. He's a useful player, as we saw last season here. The 28-year-old is a native of San Remo and shares a birthday on the 19th of December with my mate Rich. He was my best man. Uh, Rich, that is, not uh, Giorgio. Although, if I were to marry again, who knows? Um, maybe Giorgio would do the honours. Anyway, um, I also like Francesco Pelicano, the 20-year-old striker. He was good here last season as well. Yeah, they're my two, I think. What about yourself? Well, the bloke out there wearing Stresa number 25, Andrea Leone. He's a midfielder, and I like to think he's connected with the filmmaker Sergio Leone, the greatest spaghetti western director. For a few dollars more, once upon a time in the west, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Awesome films. And he played football too. No. Well, Sergio Leone was a footballer. No, well, he might have been, but I mean, not professionally. He was a law student. He gave up the law when he was 18. He Very had wise. foresight. He knew that law was not for him, but the movies were. Thankfully for the rest of us, he followed through on that. But not even Sergio Leone could have foreseen how he'd turn up in our podcast today. And uh, nor could the Northern Shoveler, if the Northern Shoveler had the gift of foresight. But anyway, actually, we, uh, Northern we watch Shoveler's the game? here. He's uh, perched over there. there. He followed really? the team. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah. But uh, should we watch the game now? Andiamo. And John, um, have you noticed another upgrade this season to uh, San Ramese? Did they have some digital signage? No. Look more carefully at their uh, shirts. Not you only have they got a funky new design. They've got sponsors? No. Last year they had a sponsor on their shirts. They had sponsors. They had names on their backs. Yeah. But it was all the same name, wasn't it? It was, yeah. So they've each got their names on they've their shirts? They've actually got their names, yeah. This is what comes of success. Now, they didn't um, escape Serie D last season due to the complexities of the Italian promotion um, rigmarole. So they're still in Serie D, um, Group A. But um, they did do well. They finished second. And there must be a bit of extra cash floating about because nice new kit with names of the players on the back. Good shout In contrast to uh, Strazer, who are just um, the name of a sponsor, I think, underneath each number. Oh, there's Gagliardi just hacked down. The number 10 for San Ramese as he tried to turn the ball there. Nice, nice bit of football. Brutally taken down by the stress at number four. 
Is it Stressa? Stresa? Stresa. Stresa. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, Nicolo Tordini. Okay. Who uh, is an Italian left back. Came in there. Came in for 25,000k. He was bought for. Transfer in. Doesn't say from where. Okay. And uh, had a couple of quizzical looks come our way there from the two ladies to our left and the gentleman to your left, John. Well, I think it was my pronunciation of stressor that alerted them to something not being quite right. Anyway, listen, we've got a good view of the stand opposite us. We're in the, um, the, the uh, southern stand, the one closest to the Mediterranean today, covered in shade. Uh, it's still an upgrade from previously. Opposite us is the Gradinata Nord, San Remo. And they'll be baking in the sun over there today, John, won't they? they Quite will. warm. Even though it's January, yep, they'll be uh, hot as potatoes. Yeah. Um, not much of a turnout today. We've, we've uh, Possibly the lowest turnout we've seen at this ground. Well, it's a Wednesday afternoon, isn't it? In January, people are still feeling the pinch after the Christmas holidays. Yeah. Back to work, back to penny saving. And you can't really afford the, uh, the 10 euro ticket is here today. But luckily for us, of course, being highfalutin press people, uh, we got in for free. So that's 20 euro we can uh, put in the back pocket there. Yes. Oh, my word. Although you did get two coffees and a water. How much were they? That cost me uh, three euro. Three euros. So we're net 17. Yeah. Yeah. And opposite, this vantage point gives us the sight of one of the sponsors' banners over there, Belle de Nuit. Boutique for Man. The Belle de Nuit oh, Boutique yes, for I Man. Oh, yes, I do see Belle de Nuit Boutique for Man. Does that mean beauties of the night, a place for men? I mean, if you're going to advertise such things, you would advertise it at a football ground, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. well perhaps an Italian one. And I'm happy to say that the San Lorenzo al Mare Cantiere is um, still going strong with their advertising this season. Did you notice them last year, did I, you? The first time we visited, yeah. Ah, there's your eye for a brand. Yeah. You see these things. Others don't. Any word from um, Atletico Medico lately? No, he hasn't made any comments about the podcast, especially since the feud started last episode. So I don't even know if he's uh, listened to it. Now, of course, Atletico Medico and I are business partners, so I email back and forth and speak to him quite frequently. And still no mention. And I'm, to be honest with you, I'm too scared to bring it up. I, you know, determined last episode, he, he has a bit of a temper on him. Uh, wow. Turns his back on you, and now if you get your temper up at the same so, time. So even given my kind of very generous, holistic sense of, I could see that he was hurt, that he hadn't got the book. Yeah. He's, it's just a feud as far as he's concerned now. Well, well, the thing is, let me ask you a question, Alex. Yeah. Have you managed to send him the book? Uh, no, not yet. So I think some of his he's got grievances is grounded, yeah, really, yeah. isn't it? True. That's good play by Sandra Ramese. Stress to come away with it, though. Stereza. How often do you think um, English press people come and sit here and record podcasts? Well, there's Tony and Jim just down there. I made him, I oh, made yeah. him look. I made him look. Um, I'm going to do a balcony count. There's houses around this ground with multiple balconies and no one watching. Not one, not one balcony dweller. Hang on, that's a bit of a chant going up there. Along, along the lines of you only sing little, when you're winning. That little song you were singing to me on the way here. Which I'll have to uh, bring that back later on in the podcast. Yep. So it's interesting seeing the ground from this side, isn't it? The other side gives us a vantage point where we can see the Med. Uh, we know the Mediterranean is only um, about 200 yards away behind us. 
Here, though, we can look up into the Ligurian hills, very green as they are. Beautiful day here, uh, mid-January, about 14 degrees, would you say, in the sun? In the sun, uh, oh, oh, was that a handball? Hand that was a handball, did you see that? I did see that. He pushed it forward, number yeah. 18 with his hand. Here's the number did 11 we, for Strasen, nice little it? ball, we do? Oh, that's a good ball too, Strasen on the attack. Comes down the right-hand side now. Lack of conviction there, though, by the uh, large stressor number 18. Uh, is that your way of saying he <laughs> bottled it? <laughs> Lack of conviction. Yeah, I think he did. Now then, in, in a innovation, John, yeah. for our listeners, instead of just calling him the stressor number 18, right? Yeah. I'm going to find out his name, which at this division of football is not easy. Oh, hold on. We haven't done it at any division, so don't, don't start laying it at the foot of this division okay. of football. That is Dario Grecci. He's uh, 19 years old. And um, he's Italian, that's no surprise. He's a big lad, isn't he? The number 18 there I'm look, looking at for Stresser. Stresser, I can't say their name properly. Played by the 25 for Stresser, who has a bit of a shot, but um, not a very good one. That was uh, Andrea Leone. Um, now, of course, Sergio's, Sergio's uh, Greek <laughs> nephew He's got the plan up there. He's 18 and he's have a market value of zero. In your football career, John? Such that it was. Did you ever take any corners? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, why was that then? Well, um, wouldn't you be in there as a big centre-half coming up and nodding them in? a utility player in black boots, so I could do anything. But, oh. um, yeah, I remember taking one particular corner to a, a lad called John Williams may he rest in peace and uh, John had already scored about six goals in this particular game and I floated a corner in and back in school ball days our pitch was fairly full size but not full full size and just getting it to the centre circle to the penalty spot area was hard enough anyway get it over there and he nods it in and rather than celebrate, he was, he was well hard with John. He ran over to tell me off for floating the ball in rather than pinging it in. And I thought to myself, <laughs> if only I could tell him the truth. It's Sounds like, a bit... It was a good, big, hard <laughs> job getting it there. So isn't that that's sort of from the Roy Keane, Graham Sooness tool of uh, <laughs> yeah. how to encourage your fellow players, isn't it? Gagliardi, my exciting player to watch, number 10 for San Remo. He's, he's the best player on the pitch, I think. He's what? On Be the best player on the pitch. Well, well, you've named him. So. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, apparently there's a word going around that I'm the most um, knowledgeable commentator here today. In You're this the only one with a microphone and more knowledgeable than me. In this packed press area. I have noticed, though, your exciting player to watch at every game we go to just coincidentally happens to be wearing the number 10. No, that's Anything not true. To that? Surely. It's pure coincidence. Here he is, look, nice turn, surging forward, lays it to, oh, that, that looked like a free kick to me. No. no. Oh, always look, see, there you go, yeah, yeah. different again. <laughs> the defender just leaned into him a little bit, used uh, his shoulder on like the ball. Cynical, like, oh. vicious. <laughs> protect, the, protect the attacker at all costs. Have you, um, what's your opinion on the Rashford goal that wasn't a goal? Uh, I firmly believe it was not a goal. Um, I don't care that he didn't kick the ball or if he had not or attempted to play it. The ball passed so close to him that it will have affected, even in the minusculest amount, 
the other people around him. I totally agree. It's political correctness gone mad. Hmm? Political correctness gone mad. Yeah, that kind it's, of thing. I blame the Daily Mail. Well, they're not very politically correct. It's the Guardian's fault. I blame the Guardian. Yeah. The San Ramese Ultras. Bit of a chant going on over there. We can we can actually count them today. There's one, we two, can, three, yeah. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fifteen, seventeen. There's seventeen and one standing just off the back. Is one of the ultras a woman? The one well, in yellow? Why, why do you say that with a, a raised inflection in your voice? I mean, why, why couldn't it be a woman? Well, I've the, got why, no problem with an ultra being a woman well, at all. You, obviously, you do. I mean, you said, "Was oh, one of them a woman?" Oh, I mean, it's. In all our encounters with the ultras, we haven't seen too many who are of the fairer sex. No, we wouldn't use that term either anymore. The fairer sex, right? no. Fairer sex, no. Just they are. They, we exist as humans. Yeah, there's no fairer or unfair. We haven't I mean, seen any anti-men actually. Humans of that humanoid kind. <laughs> of that humanoid uh, reproductive. We haven't seen any <laughs> ultras with reproductive capabilities, so we don't know. <laughs> well, no, they've got reproductive. <laughs> We're going but into no, Hang on, waters. hang on. There's another bit of browning over there. Differenting. Mm. Have you seen that? Huh? The green banner over there. Oh, it yeah, says yeah. differenting. Differenting. Oh my God, that looked like a, it was going in there for yeah, a second. A bit like the goal that Malaguti let in last season. Oh, good old Malaguti. Poor old Malaguti. He tipped that over the bar there, the keeper. Yeah, Malaguti tipped it into the net, didn't he? Because he was only time. So it's a spell of possession and dominance for the home side here. Dario being told to move up to the halfway line for Stresser then. Nice touch, good football by San Ramese. Great defending. And again, talking of your football career, John, you're, you're not playing what, what, at the moment very much about out this here. career of mine that never happened. Well, you're, not, you're not playing out here at the moment. Your, your French career seems to have stalled. Yeah, I've just, uh, just fallen out of passion of the idea of, of going and playing, to be honest with you. Well, don't you know that's a bit hurtful and none of us who still want to go and play? Let's rewind a second, Alex. How many times have you played in 2023? Well, I've missed the cut a couple of times. And, you know, the WhatsApp group system of being first to say, I'm in. Yeah. Uh, I've missed it a couple of times. Oh, right. Well, yeah, that's, that's me as Whereas well. Whereas you yeah, just yeah. don't care. I just don't care. I've actually muted that WhatsApp group. Don't tell them. No, we just leave it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, this is how I tell people things. Did you um, ever listen to Genesis when you were younger? No, I didn't. Do you know any of the album names? No, I don't. I do know that um, Phil Collins' daughter is called Lily Collins, and she's in Emily in Paris. Is that that actress? That's her, isn't it? Is it? I think so, I didn't know she was Phil Collins' daughter. No, well, there you go, you see. Just stick with me, find out everything you need to know. Do you watch Emily in Paris? I think you'll find it's called Emily in Paris, hence the uh, alliteration. No, it's not alliteration, though, is it? Because it's an E and then a P. That's more uh, assonance. What? Uh, assonance. Oh, here we go, everybody. Assonance? Yeah. Oh, but, um, yeah cool. but let me take you back to um, why you were asking me about Genesis. Why were you asking me about Genesis? Well, you know I said I'll let people know about things through via the podcast. That's definitely not a penalty. Yep. Well, my brother had a Genesis. Atletico Medico Steve had a Genesis album. Not him. Yeah. Right. And I think it was called... Um, the Lamb Lays Down on Broadway. Does that make sense? 
Not really, but okay. I think that's what the album was called. Anyway, I happened to lay down on it when it was on a bed when I was young and, and snapped it in many right. places. Right. And, and left it in its sleeve and put it back in his record collection. And, uh, well, this is me telling him now that uh, Ed, that was me. That was you? Yep. But do you know what? I quite like this. It's cathartic, isn't it? Yeah, until the feud is healed, I'm going to say, well done you. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he deserved it. Oh, that's not a very good ball. That was a good ball. They're uh, big lads, these uh, Stressians, aren't they? They're a big team. They could be in it. Oh, flash across the face of the goal there. Offside given by the by the very youthful-looking linesman. Yeah, and you see where the ball is by the linesman down there. Yeah. Or the, what's he called again? The referee's assistant. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, um, mate. Why couldn't, he, why couldn't he have just toe-poked that back to the keeper? Are they, are they actually banned from doing that? I, I think it would Officials. be deemed unprofessional, wouldn't it? If Not they started jug juggling up and then flicking the ball over. No, I wasn't suggesting he does that. I'm just saying, you know, help the, you know. Well, I can, I can tell you why you can't do it. The referee's assistant can't be seen to give an advantage to either team. And if he was helpfully kicking the ball back to allow them to recommence the game in a more sprightly fashion that then led to the keeper booting the ball all the way up the field and the lanky centre forward runs forward and nods it over the keeper into the net and then they call it back and say, oh, but the, but the referee's assistant booted in the ball and, and we weren't ready. Yeah, OK, that's a fair answer. It was a, in was hindsight, it was a silly question. Where was the bit that convinced you? Was it the silly voice at the end of my... No, it was, uh, I realised, actually. Oh, you didn't, you didn't need on. my intervention at all. Yeah, no, well, it's always helpful to have your intervention. Quick trivia question for you. When was this... Football club founded, San Remo. 1919. Uh, hang on, let me rethink that. <laughs> Maybe it was 1904. Wow, well done. <laughs> there are 1904 imagery. There is everywhere. Which, you know, is fairly early on, isn't it? In the Italian football uh, formation of teams. 1904. Yeah, Genoa were about, what, 15 years earlier? They were the first Italian football team who'd they play uh, we've got a football team who we play in the weekend oh, we've got to wait a few years for the other football teams to form themselves it's like when faxes came out who sent the first fax and to whom yeah bang now did we kick off on times you know uh, I think we did yeah so we've got about um, five minutes of five minutes to go regular time we were here before kickoff. And um, you'll be able to confirm this, but I think orange is the prevailing boot colour. Well, let's have a quick look. We'll start with San Remese. We've got one, two, three. Well, is that a red or an orange over there? Uh, oh, you're number 10. You should know what he's wearing. It's quite, uh, yes, it's a sort of muddy orangey red. It is, isn't it? But my daughter Esme will be thrilled to know because she's a regular listener, that uh, one of the players is wearing pink boots, which we've not seen yet. Is he really? Where's that? Him, yeah, him now, yeah. Look, see? Right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, My daughter Maud would be thrilled with that as well. So we've got uh, three or four reds, a pair of pink, and the rest black, and uh, goldy white we see nowadays. See nowadays. Well, there's a pair of blue as well. And then for Stresa, we've got 
bright orange, blue, red, blacks. And the yeah, uh, yeah I think you're right. And the officials, um, their prevailing colour is pink. Is that pink? Oh, the the wearing, yeah. The officials, yeah. the kit is black and pink, and yeah. the boots are all black. That would be interesting, wouldn't it, if you had a referee with a flamboyant pair of boots? <laughs> that would, yeah. What would he be saying? He'd be saying, "Look I'm at me, guys. I'm a sponsored referee." Yeah. What? Um, here's a trivia question for you. What group of um, animals or birds mm-hmm. is known as a flamboyance? Uh, it has to be flamingos, surely. Well done. All right. What is a? Uh, well, everyone knows this one. The collective noun is what you, you were looking for. What is the collective noun for crows? Crows? Yeah. Um, I don't know, actually. What is it? I, I'll give you a clue. Uh, Taggart would know what they are. Taggart would know who that. Taggart, the famed Scottish detective. For a detective of crows? No. But what was, his ta- what, what was his catchphrase? I don't know. I never watched it. Oh, you never watched Taggart? <laughs> no. Oh, every week he'd go, there's been a murder. A murder of crows? Yes. Oh. And by, that was a bang-on target impression right there. Uh, no, it was very good. I, um, I was more of a Morse man myself. Oh, yes, of course. Of course, yes. Mainly because I loved the fact that... Come oh, on, Lewis. Yes. Let's solve another murder in Oxford. Yes. They happen five times a day. And guess what? There's been another. Five down, Lewis. What, there's five officers down? No, Lewis, the time's crossword. Five down, five letters, stupidity. Moron, that's what it is, Lewis. Come on, let's get in the Jaguar. Good ball. Stresser coming down the right-hand side here, crossing it in. Dealt with by San Lamese. That ball tantalising near us, near us then, wasn't it? It was. I wonder if any of the players have spotted the mic yet and they're going to raise their game knowing that they're potentially being listened to by tens of people. There is certain, a certain um, attractant quality to microphones, isn't there? Like here we were sitting by ourselves and yeah, we, uh, we've attracted a little group around well, us. Swarms of people. <laughs> yeah. What are they doing? Let's yeah. go and sit right next to them. Yeah. Not a good turn then. Ball given away. Stress, stress. Coming forward again. That was a stern challenge from number four, from your side. Who's that? Check your list. That's um. Uh, he's the number four. Is the um uh the bold-headed one, isn't he? Yes. It, well, we uh, why why are you having go at people who are follically challenged? Well, yeah. Why me of all people? I've not got a lot left on top. Oh, I thought that was by choice. But, you know, you, yes, you go for that I deliberately McQueen. go for the kind of monkish, you know, shave the bit off in the middle of the head. That sounded like one minute of extra time, injury time. Yes, stoppage time. I'd go for that. Yeah. yeah, you are the resident Italian speaker. Although you went and got the tickets from the uh, ticket office, and I must say I was very impressed. Uh, you said, "Hello, I need." Ticketos for uh, Mr. Wadio? No, I, I just said um, Buongiorno. Yes. And then I just said Wade. <laughs> <laughs> Which Alex. Is Wade. <laughs> Press. And, um, and License to write. <laughs> License to quill. Huh? Oh, oh come go. on. There you go. Bitch Romero. 
sitting down with a pen. Well, a feather and some ink. That's half time, everybody. Yes, and that is half time, just as well. So, John, nil nil at half time. Yep. Um, even half, would you say? Nothing yeah, much in it? Well, I'd give it to San Remese. I think obviously they had way more of the ball and more of the attack. We didn't really see much down the uh, this end that we're sitting. So um, I'm expecting the second half they'll push on and maybe bag a couple of goals. Okay. And you? Um, well, I don't forget, I did predict nil-nil or one-all. And at the moment, I'm still thinking I'm, I'm right. It's time for half-time chat. But there isn't any. So it's time for the second half. Noticed a uh, Phil Foden haircut on uh, one of the subs. Where are we? He's down there by the corner flag. Yeah. The, the uh, second half is underway, is it not, John? It is. Second half is underway. And do you know what we um, have failed to do? What's that? Well, it's time for three facts. I'm ready. Alex, are you ready? I'm ready, John. That means it's time to hand over to our referee, Young Trafford. And this is where Young Trafford, shout out to Young Trafford. If he were here, he wouldn't have let this happen. Yeah, well, he's not here today, is he? He had the uh, temerity to go to work. Yeah, he did. He's put work ahead of doing this podcast. Extraordinary. But um, Young Trafford would have made us uh, be disciplined, John, wouldn't he? It would have. And we would have done three facts at We'd have done the three facts. So should we do them now? Yeah, let's do them now. Uh, well, I'm San Ramese today. And you are uh, Stresa. Now, we we'll have to um, whisper a little bit because not only are we surrounded by people now, but um, they're all staring at us. They're all taking a very active interest in what we're doing. So you remember um, Jacobo Malaguti? See, so you're even whispering the guy's name now, aren't you? Because Malaguti. they'll know who he is. <laughs> do you remember yeah. that player, Lars? <laughs> yeah, I remember. Malaguti. Okay. Yeah. So we loved him, didn't we, Malaguti? He now, does. how does who rather does our favourite young goalkeeper play for now? Napoli. No, he doesn't play for Napoli. Juventus. Not them either. Who is it? He plays for Calcio de Zenzano. Well uh, said. Who are a um, Serie D outfit in uh, Group B, though, a different region. Which group is this? We're in. We're in Group A here. All right. Nice. nice. So there you go. That's where, what happened to Malaguti. He's on, he's gone. He's off. Are we are we doing your second? Oh, no, 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 no. You you jump in and do a fact. All right. Stresa play at Stadio Luigi Folano. Okay. And Stresa is a lovely town on Lake Maggiore, as we've already established. Yeah. Now, one of the things I read about online, which I thought was a big shout for. That's a shout for handball. Handball uh, sounds very vociferous. That's the uh, entire. Uh, subs bench of Streza making that claim not all their travelling fans uh, because there aren't any travelling fans and not only that but it was interesting that the subs were the loudest uh, shout there and they're the farthest from the incident yeah but anyway so Streza are from uh, Lake Maggiore a local guide online Thomas he reports that their stadium has all the essential services <laughs> which, which I think pitch, stand, yeah. floodlights, hot dogs. Yeah. Is this a fact? No, not yet. <laughs> it's okay. All right. I don't think there's any digital signage there, though. I doubt it's anyway. Right. Okay. But on to my fact. I'm sure you want a fact. For whom the stadium was named Luigi Folano? For whom did he play? Uh, a local guiding association. 
Oh, who? <laughs> Local guiding association. No, no, no. No, he played for Juventus. Oh, oh, good on him. Yeah, and he played for them when they won the title in 1905, which was Juve's first title. Now, at, at the end of his career, yeah. he did play for Stratia. Okay. But the records don't show how many times. Well, you, you packed a lot into your uh, single facts then. Yeah, about ten facts in one, isn't it? Really? But the most intriguing thing there, now don't forget, if Young Trafford were here, he would be refereeing who had the best fact. Yeah. And uh, I quite like that. I mean, that's an early contender, your okay, fact, because it's a series of facts. Series. Uh, but one of the most notable was that there is a guide who, um, does he specialise in guided trips around the stadium? Thomas, my mate. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but if he does, I'm sure they've got all, he's got all the essentials you needed for a guided trip. Well, I'll be signing up with Thomas if I'm ever up there, that's for sure. Do you have a second fact for me? Oh, yes, I do, yeah, yeah. Well, I was watching the game. but um, So, look around yourself, John, here. Look around um, at the... Um, I've got 15 pairs of the, eyes the on me at the moment. People staring at us up above you. Um, and um, the Stadio Comunale. It's quite opulent, isn't it? I mean, a faded sort of way. Yeah, I mean, looks lovely. There's a massive fascia on the front of it isn't it it's quite ornate and faded and crackling now but it must have been beautiful at one point well, is that your fact well the no fact this is this is actually a first for footy on the med right so my fact is also going to be my Bon Motson it's everyone's favourite footy on the med moment it's time for Bon Motson oh okay so oh, do you cheating, know do you no no no, no 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 I need a cheating siren to go off <laughs> whoop, whoop. Do you know what the Stadio Comunale was known as back in the 1930s, shortly after its construction was finished? Stadio Comunale, the Communards, Bronski Beat, the Bronski Beat Stadium? Uh, close. The Stadio dei Miloni, Milioni, the Stadium of Mil- Millionaires. Oh, I was going to say Million Stadium. <laughs> We've got that wrong, wouldn't I? The Millionaires, all right. The Stadium yeah, of Millionaires. Stadio dei Milioni. Now, was it built for millionaires? Did it, did it house millionaires? Are there millionaires buried underneath it? Um, not that I know of. What was the na- reason for the name? Um, because it's so opulent, as I was saying. The ornate facade and... Um, well, yeah, the ornate facade, really. It's missing the end bits. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's kind of like the bit behind us we can't actually see right now. The ornate facade. Right. All right. Well, that's a very interesting fact there, Alex. Yeah, Anna, Anna Bon Motson. Anna Bon Motson. All right. You ready? Yep. Are you going to lean in so I don't have to shout? Okay. All right. As you know, the four most important lakes in northern Italy are Lake Maggiore, Lugano, Varese, and Como. Yeah. Are you with me? Right. Stresa is on Lago Maggiore, translated to the Great Lake. Okay. Or the greater, it's the greater lake, actually. Right. Yeah. If it was in America, it would be called the super awesome greatest lake of the world. But it's just the greater lake here. What I didn't know that in Latin, it's called... Lacus Verbanus. Is right? it really? Yes. And so it's also known as simply Verbano. Now, that actually is my second fact. It has nothing to do with football whatsoever. Well, uh, you, you've definitely... I but mean, a bit of Latin. Got a uh, bit of Latin. So the Latin name of um, the lake is your yeah, fact? Is my fact, that's right. That's quite a curious It's, it's useful for people, you know, who uh, are travelling there and at the same time studying Latin and want to send a postcard out. Yeah, yeah. Of which I'd say most of our listeners will be in that category. Well, not now, but maybe in the future. <laughs> um, okay. Latin is a living language. Well, uh, yeah. So I've just made it alive again. Yeah. I'm a language resuscitator. Well, I thought you were the entertainer. No, I've changed now. I'm a language <laughs> resuscitator right. this season. 
All right, I'm going to give you a third fact now. Okay. Who said, San Remo keeps popping up in my books in the most varied glimpses and perspectives, especially seen from above. Every investigation can only start from that nucleus from which imagination, psychology, language develop. Come on, oh you must dear. do. Uh, William, Williams Wordsworth? No. I've mentioned him at this ground every time we've been here. Oh, the fellow who's got a villa. Um, and I got it last time we were here. Uh, Cal, Cal, I know how it's Calzone, is it? So Calvone? Calvone? Uh, and as we were driving in, I said, oh, here we are on the Via. Oh, uh, Cal, uh, uh, Talo Calvino? Oh, well done. See, you can learn. That's what you said to me last time, but obviously I'd forgotten again. Ah, <laughs> oh, gosh. My neuroplasticity is fading as I get older. Well, we're all on the march to general disuetude. Says you. Anyway, uh, do you want to know my third fact? No, I do, yeah. Do you want a short fact or a long fact? Well, both of yours have been quite involved facts so far. I mean, this one's massive. Go it goes for on go for about 10 minutes. All right, go for a really involved fact and let's all see right. if it alienates the people behind us. <laughs> <laughs> Especially as they're listening to my yeah. pronunciations of yeah, everything, yeah. which, uh, you know. Can you? Oh, hang on, hang on. Dentro il numero 23 spera. Esce il numero 11 Georgia. Georgia, number 11. I thought we had um, an Atletico Medico moment for a minute, but we didn't. We haven't had one at all yet. No. Um, what what the, the the PA system fellow was saying, voiceover guy, he said, you two fellows with the mics, can you give it down? <laughs> We've actually got a guy next to us with a team sheet taking notes on the players. So there's real scouts next to us. We've got the scouts. The scouts, scouts are scouting happening all around. Well, that's what we're doing, isn't it? Well, that's what they think. English. <laughs> Just English scouts always bring big mics with them. Yeah, of course they need to record their big notes. Anyway, my third fact. I've lost, I've lost my uh, enthusiasm for reading this <laughs> wall of text that I've prepared, prepared here. Uh, I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shorten it to something completely. Uh, I'll do three or four facts, but I'll break them out. You could go for really minimalist. I mean, you've got, you've done one and two. I've done one and two. Your third fact okay. could be what, what number comes after two. What is the name of the lake that George Clooney famously has a house on? I actually know this. You know. Yeah, go on. Because I was up there. Okay. Lake Como. It's Lake it Como, is Lake Como. Right. And he's in the sleepy town of Laglio. Laglio. Now that's so. That's one. That's. Three part A. Now, okay, Santa Rosa coming forward now. Oh, got the ball! Got the ball! You got the ball! Um, replaying that in my mind. He got the ball. Who's he arguing with? The opponents? Oh, he's arguing with the referee's assistant who I couldn't see. He's only knee high to a grasshopper. And did you see that Gagliardi, Gagliardi, the number ten for Santa Rosa, the player I like, walked over to get the ball from the um, Stresa sub just then? And gave him a look as if to say, not really, but we'll take it. So, as a consequence of what we've just seen, Gagliardi setting the ball on the edge of the penalty box. Free kick to San Ramese. Now, Gagliardi's a right-footed player. I wouldn't fancy him at this angle, would you? Do you have a shot? Don't know, but he's got red boots on. And uh, number five for San Ramese, also hovering over the ball. Always a dangerous sign. Here goes Gagliardi. The wall did its job. 
and winded the player. And remember, you can keep up to date with all the latest at Footy on the Med on our socials. We're on Twitter, TikTok and Pinterest. Search Footy on the Med and don't forget to like, share and follow. And drop us a line at team at footyonthemed.com. See this warming up routine? See that? I'll be knackered. That'll be me tonight. In the game that you're spurning. Are you playing tonight? I am, yeah. I'm ruining the decision to play, to be honest. Oh, I was going to take you to dinner, but never mind. I wasn't really. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nice football. Bang. Jesus. He he was shooting at us there. (laughs) There's targets on us. I panicked a bit then. I thought you were going to take me up on my dinner offer. I was going to have to say. I, I was actually thinking about it. I must no, admit, I was thinking about the kids. it. Talking to the kids, our daughters and uh, your lad Ben, we took them to the fair last night in Monson, didn't we? We did indeed. I, I personally think fairs go on a bit too long. They're a bit unfair, the fair. I think it's unfair on the parents, the fair. Although the first thing they did was went go into the trampoline uh, bouncy round soft good play cross, area. Good cross. There was a fiver, and they were in there for a good 20 minutes to half an hour, so that was great value. Yeah, the, uh, the bouncy trampolini thing was good. But all those, um, you know, spend your five euros to get them to fish. They're fishing rods and get plastic toys and put them in the thingy and win some rubbish present. Yeah, that's not good. And then my son, who's eight, convinced me to go in a massive cylinder thing oh yeah that spins around and then the centripetal force no centrifugal force I was going to say it was surely centrifugal because petals towards the centre fugals towards the outside we all know that yeah Uh, squidges you to the wall and you can't move and it gets at such a rate that you begin to feel very unwell very quickly And and it never ends and you went up the wall as it went round didn't you yeah well, the Was floor that? disappears. Right, it moves you upwards. It moves you, and then you, yeah. you creep up. Even, even my heft was forced up the wall. I was impressed. But anyway, do you want... Oh, f- yeah, sorry. Fact f- yeah. 3B. Yeah. Did sh- sh- <laughs> oh, the whisper. Okay, you can talk again. <laughs> hey, so fact 3B is this. Yes. Right. I won't give you all the backstory, but there was a gambling thing that went on. And one bloke, who was a famous racing truck car driver, gave his car away to settle a debt for this gambling that went on. They just don't want me to get these facts out. No. Anyway, he gave away his Bugatti car to settle a debt. Right. The guy that he gave it to was driving it home to Switzerland and was driving through Italy and as he tried to get into Switzerland he couldn't afford to pay the import duties so the Swiss authorities well played San Romero sorry John Ah. unlucky sorry on you go John it's a very boring story I've realised how boring (laughs) this fact is now why don't you change it make it a new fact yeah okay so an untrue fact it was a Lamborghini and right. uh, no, no, it wasn't Bugatti. Yeah. Was George Clooney in it? No. He could. Why not? <laughs> it was before his time. It was the 1930s. Oh, well, that's a good reason. And I should have mentioned it was a long time ago. Anyway, Swiss authorities 
impounded the car, he didn't pay for it, so they had to destroy it. So to destroy it, they decided to put it in the Lake Maggiore. Well, you would if you had to destroy a car, wouldn't you? What? You would if what? You'd put it in a lake, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, yeah, this was PG, pre-Gesser Thunberg, so they could do anything with the environment, and no one cared. Anyway, it sat there, and it was eventually taken out of the lake and proven, because people thought it was a myth, but it was actually true. And then it was auctioned off for uh, 275,000 US dollars to a bloke who lives in, um, oh, where was it he lived? Oxnard. Oxnard, that's in yeah. California, isn't it? It is in California. Now, what's that got to do with football? I don't know. What has it, it sounds like Oxford, doesn't it, Oxnard? A little bit. And John Aldridge started his big career at Oxford and then moved to Liverpool. And Oxford paid 80 grand for John Aldridge, sold him for 750. So my point is this. If you had the choice between an old car from back in the day, right? Dredged up from a lake. Yeah. Or an in-prime John Aldridge. In prime, John Aldridge all the way. What kind of car does John Aldridge drive? Do you know? Or? He drives a Fiat Ritmo. A Fiat what? Rit- Fiat? Ritmo. A Fiat Ritman. Ritmo. R-I-T-M-O. Ritmo. Ritmo. Okay. Yeah. Have you never seen one? I, well, I might have seen one, but I wouldn't well, know what it was. quick, because they rusted away about four weeks after they were made. All oh, right. Okay. But uh, you can actually get Ritmo convertibles, because they were the only ones that being deemed to be salvageable you can get those nowadays anyway that's it's not a car podcast alex not yet so um well if young travel were here i mean what what do you think his favorite fact would be uh, well it wouldn't be that boring car story switzerland thing what were your facts again uh where malaguti plays now yeah what this stadium used to be known as the stadio yeah. dei milioni <laughs> yeah and um the, uh, who said the famous quote that well, I read out? I'm not bothered about the quote. I think your fact number one is the most interesting because we love that little fella. So that one, I think that wins. Okay. All well, mine's just history, isn't it? It's just boring. And, and history. What can we learn from it? What can, <laughs> it never repeats itself. No. Uh, one and done, that's what they say. Yeah. History, isn't it? Anyway, do you want my Bon Watson? I do, actually. Yes, please. It's everyone's favourite footy on the med moment. It's time for Bon Motson. Did you know that possibly the most important music festival in Italy happens right here in San Remo? I had no idea. Voiceover guys, um, he's on your case today, isn't he? He's taking the mickey, isn't he? Anyway, did you know the San Remo music festival? It's called the Festival della Canzone Italiana. Okay. Which is, you know... Why are you saying it so quietly? Because they're all thinking, what is he talking about, a music festival? Was that your Bon Watson then, no, the name of the festival? No, that's not my Bon Watson. I just want to make sure that you're following along. There's a music festival here in San Remo. My, so my Bon Watson this week is Canta Che Ti Passa. That sounded nice the way you said that then. Huh? Sounded, you said that well. What's it mean? Oh, It means... Hold on, big attack. Well, once again, the final ball from San Remo has been terrible. Really, I mean, honestly, they really should have done better with that. When something's not going well, right? Yeah. There's a phrase in Italian, canta Katie passa, which means sing until it gets better or sing until it passes. Oh, okay. And I'm thinking, 
that do you know before when they were singing over there yeah yeah, you know, you, yeah what yeah. were they singing you only sing you only sing when you're winning yeah they were doing a version of that yeah right sing when you're winning I think you should have opposing fans rather than being so rude to the opposition they could be a bit more empathetic yeah you know, I'm all in favour of that and say you should sing till you get over it you need to sing till you get over it sing till you get over it you need to sing until you get over it. Okay. Well, imagine the warmth that would be felt in the stadium yeah, if people yeah, started yeah, yeah. doing that. Like, oh, they're actually not them bad, you know, them Scousers yeah. or them Manx or those yeah. Londoners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I applaud your, um, well, as you said, empathetic approach to everything. Yeah. Well, that's me. I'm all, I'm all heart, me. Yeah, no, well. Heart we'll, and, and stomach. We'll know. <laughs> yeah. Although, so far this season, which has been interrupted by that the World Cup. That was an awful joke. I'm sorry. Okay, here you go. <laughs> go on. So far this season, what? Well, I don't think you've had a hot dog anywhere we've been, have you? Well, no, I'm on a bit of a uh, slimming down. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. yeah. Good turn by my favourite player. Oh. Oh. Good goalkeeper. Yeah. Brave goalkeeper. Atletico Medico moments, Alex. Have you got the uh, stopwatch on? It's on. Working. We're live. John, there's a man down. You know what that means. It's an Atletico Medico moment. And how many uh, seconds do we have? It took about uh, seven and a half seconds there. A half second? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting more precise yeah, this season. I noticed. That Atletico Medico moment was sponsored by Alex's book, A Season on the Med, available at all <laughs> online e-tailers, yeah, such as Amazon.co.uk, and surely by now Amazon.com. Not quite, actually. Not quite, why? No. February sometime. The demand for the book is pushing the publishers to make well, ever more copies, I hear. Absolutely, yeah. So many copies abound, but Stephen's yet to get his paws on one. Um, have you noticed anything about the ground that you want to point out to me before yeah, we actually, leave? Yeah, actually, I like the look of the lawnmower shed. Hold on. I think you'll find Somebody, there's four, at least five lawnmowers. Well, I was going to say four, but I, see, I so didn't I miss the green one at the far yeah. right. Five mowers. Yeah. They need clubs. a roller on this pitch, never mind a mower. They do. Well, that's where they're going wrong, isn't it? They're spending all that money on mowers. Yeah. They're thinking the pitch isn't that good. We need some more mowers. Yeah. Do you think we should advise them of that? Yeah, that could be our uh, match report. Most notable thing we realised. So he said, Stresa. Stresa. Number 18's coming off. Be interesting if a translator were to listen to this and say that all those guys up there are talking about those two idiots with the mics. Well, you know, I speak fluent Italian and I can tell you they're all talking about you. I see, okay. They're saying the big fellow's all right, but that other one. They're saying that big guy's quite stylish, but the uh, the suave Mediterranean is. Uh, I don't know what they're saying. Probably swapping recipes and avoiding work. You know what the Italians are like. Oh, we can't be that stereotypical, surely. <laughs> yeah, we can. They'll just be swapping recipes. Talking of recipes, um, when is Luciano, the chef architect, coming back on the podcast? That's a great question. I've not seen him for a while. When was the last time you saw him? Well, I, last time I saw him was at Young Travellers' wedding. Oh, I see, of course. When you were there too. We all said we'd get together. Do you remember this? Yes, we said that we would get together in January. And, and then you decided now. to embark on dry January, thereby scuppering all social endeavour. Yes. Well, so you don't again, have to drink to have a good time. I, listen, I'm with you all the way on that. It's almost over anyway. It's what, the 18th today? Oh. 
Yeah, no, flies true. by. I might even do dry February just to mess with you. Maybe even dry March, which is our birthday month. Oh, you can't do that. We've got to have our, a little birthday meal again, haven't we? We do, indeed. All right. I won't do it for March. I'm probably not doing it for February because I'm going skiing in February. And I like to have a beer at the end of my, my mad ski days or even, perish the thought, a bottle of red wine. You know, you've, you've burnt off 15,000 million calories on the slopes. Yeah. Anyway, the game draws to a close. Um, should we do our foul acronym ahead of we, the final whistle? Yes, I think so. I mean, we have to say, though, let's not uh, pull our punches on this one, John. Second half has been pretty dreadful. The ball's been a bobbling and the passes have been terrible. Yeah, ball's been up in the air, out of the stadium. Uh, passes have not found feet. Sandra Mays have had the greater possession but haven't known what to do with the ball. No, uh, the big uh, centre-half for Stresa has been bowled over, shot, stepped on yeah. a number of times, squealing. Now that could be a penalty right at the end, but is uh, what's he going to do? Referee showing yellow card. Well, it's still nil-nil with about two or three minutes to go. Stresa seemed to have a free kick on the edge of the box. Keepers on the left-hand side of the box as we look at it. Keepers right. Player, stricken player still down. Atletico Medico moment number two. Although, has anyone come on? No. Uh, no. So a stalled Atletico Medico yeah. moment. There's a guy, four people down to my left, desperate to know what we're doing. Don't tell him. It's 30 seconds, and then he looks, stares, goes back. Then 30 seconds later, there he is, staring again. Actually, he, he, he's now peering around the column, one eye, like, like a sniper. <laughs> <laughs> this we must be a sight to behold. Shall I peer around you and have a look at him? <laughs> no. <laughs> I will. I'll peer with one eye. Here we go, I'm peering. Oh, he's concentrating on the free kick. Watch now. Oh well, there you go. That's side release the there for the home side. Yeah, as it was blasted over the bar. So, which um, clever football pundit said um, this game would end nil-nil? That was you. You said nil-nil or one-one. You hedged your bets true and it's not even over so I'm perhaps tempting fate but it is everyone's getting up and leaving I can see them moving around not over till the uh, referee blows the whistle John but uh, let's do our fouls acronym okay fouls F stands for final score well actually we are being a bit premature but you know should we call it nil nil yep and if it, they score in the meantime we'll revise it yep. so F final score nil nil Oh, good feet by Sanremo. Oh, no, he tripped over the ball. That's oh, good as well. Here's Gagliardi. Sanremo's number 10, cuts inside. He's going nowhere with that one, though. Ooh. It's come well, out for a corner. Time for a corner. We better pause the fouls acronym, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, I mean, we jumped the gun there a little bit. Maybe someone heard us and said, they're doing fouls. Come on, fellas. Gagliardi, there he is. And the ball goes out. So back to fouls. Yeah, so, so we're still at nil-nil. We'll nil, call nil. it nil-nil. Okay, so the O of foul stands for outstanding player of the game. Well, it was our favourite player of the game, but we realised just at this game that outstanding player of the game is, <laughs> is better. 
Right. So, Sorry. Uh, outstanding player of the game. You're going to go with uh, Simone Bregliano. The uh, Simone Bregliano. Simone Bregliano. The uh, the right back for San Ramesi. All right. Nice shout. He has a bit of the John Hartson about him. That yeah, color. yeah. He does. Yeah. And so um, now we move on to the U of Fowls, which stands for Ultras. They've been a bit quiet today, the Ultras over there, haven't they? Yeah, but I wouldn't ever take the ultra Ultras of this place for granted. Remember those two we saw in the first game? We always mention them. They were that big. So, that's so the we ultras. say subdued today, but not to be taken But lightly. it's Wednesday afternoon. Okay. L is for location, Stadio Comunale, and also the surrounding area. Well... Lovely city, San Remo, San Remo um, close to the Med. Sunny day down here today, 14 degrees in the sun. Bit cool here in the shade though, John. Would you get a press seat again? Uh, yeah, I would because we get the warm welcome from everyone here standing around us yeah. when there's acres of space to be had. But say minuti, what's saying? Uh, six. Six? Yes. Can't be six minutes of injury time. Well, there was two... Uh, Atletico Medicos, wasn't there? So maybe they're doing a sort of Qatar World Cup stoppage time thing. It's six minutes, and uh, where are, what are we left with? Uh, the S is for socials. socials. Yeah. All right, I'll go first. Uh, you can follow Footy on the Med on the socials. Um, I'm going to go with find us on Twitter. Your turn. Okay, I reckon you could find us on um, Instagram. Oh, that was a good one. You can find us on... Uh Here we go. Come on, San Jose, last attack. That's coming to us. Oh, Pinterest. Oh, I was excited then, John. I thought that ball was coming right to me. Oh, hang on, bit of aggro. Oh, fighting on the pitch. Yuri, oh, the San Jose, 25. Very unhappy, gets a yellow card. Raised his hand at the Streza, number 21. Referee had trouble getting through the players there to give the yellow cards, didn't he? Bregiano, the number four, our uh, favourite player of the game, has a throw in for San Ramese now as the game limps to a close. Well, he, he certainly has shown some captain's qualities today. Good long throw. Dying seconds of the game. OK, back to S for socials. We've gotten... Uh, we've done Twitter and Instagram. Right. Um, Where else can you find us? Well, you can find us on our own website, which is footyonthemed.com, of course. Yeah. You can send us an email to team at footyonthemed.com. And uh, just check us out on all the other social platforms that we don't know anything about. So well, hang on, Young Trafford, he would guide us through this, wouldn't he? He did, he has in the past, but I've forgotten. Yeah. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, our we website, emails. TikTok? No, I think we went on and off TikTok. Oh, right, okay. We're not talkers. Pinterest? No, oh, we are on Pinterest. Are we on Pinterest? Yeah, I, I thought are, Pinterest yeah. is for uh, sewing and things like that. Uh, well, I mean, uh, I don't know, actually. Anyway, yeah. Check us out. And also, don't forget to check out Young Trafford's own Twitter. Oh, yes, Young uh, Trafford's Twitter account. Presence. It's called Young account. Trafford, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Young Trafford. At Young Trafford. Yeah. <laughs> you, you sounded so confident. <laughs> All right, so that's the Fowls acronym. Just waiting for the uh, final whistle. Oh, oh my word. Got to be another fight here. Hang on, bit of serious trouble here going on. They're off. The, the benches have been cleared. Well, that's him. Guy got the mics on. That was pretty, uh, very interesting. Bregliano, the uh, San Ramese captain, went in for a challenge. It was a high ball. But Estreza, uh player came in with the karate kick. The number 25 for Estreza. He didn't make contact with Bregliano. 
The Strazer player hit the deck. Bragliano was so angry with him that he went down, grabbed him by the neck and looked like he was going to pick him up and beat the hell out of him. As a result of all that, Bregliano's already been booked and we're waiting to see what the ref's going to do with the Strazer player. Bregliano's come back over to make his feelings known. Didn't the ref told him any more of that and I'm sending you off. Yep. Oh, we've now realised that we're actually right here with the uh, a couple of Strazer fans. Well, well, this is a proper reporter's <laughs> moment. There's the police into well, the intervention. the police have arrived, yeah. As, um, a Strazer fans sitting just along from us. We are in very angry with Bregliani then. We're, we're in no man's land here. We've got the uh, San Remo fans to our right and the Strazer fans to our left. And the police now... Police uh, was getting thrown out. Police now seeking to get rid of this Strazer guy. And we've got a very angry Italian lady to our right as well. And there's Everybody the blows whistle. Well, it ends nil-nil, John, and a um, bit of excitement right at the end, but not for the right reasons. No, but it was it was fantastic to watch, wasn't it? It was no, well, actually the, pretty good, yeah. I'll go out on a high having watched that bit of near violence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, there was nothing separating the two sets of fans there, no. apart from their own sense of, well, actually, if I go over there, we're going to have to do something about it. So yeah. we'll just point and shout and, and act as if we are being restrained. Yeah, and if I do anything else, the police will arrest me and I'll have to spend the night in the cells, so... Yeah. That was a deterring force as well, I think. Well, everyone's now cleared out, and it's me, you, the police, and the offending fans that are left sitting here. Yeah. Um, and that bloke behind me. Yeah. <laughs> right. We do attract them, don't we? Yeah, well, um, so I'd say... So no. my reflections on the game, John. Um, what would you say? Um, it was worth coming. It was interesting. It's all about the culture, isn't it, for us? It's, it's not just about, about the, the game on the pitch. I mean, what do people do on a Wednesday afternoon in a big town like San Remo? They come here and watch Serie D and think, oh, yeah, have a bit of a scrap at the end. The nutcases that we know are over on the other side of the stadium. Yeah. I, can't, I can't believe they didn't run round and have a go. <laughs> well, there could be a bit of conflict outside if we're lucky. Well, there's a and, stricken and player on the pitch right at the now, moment. Right now, this is the San Remese song. Have you ever heard it? No. Keep listening. Great chorus in a minute. Is it San Ramese, San Ramese, San Ramese? It goes like that, yeah. Anyway, so 0-0 here at the Stadio Comunale, uh, January the 18th, 2023. Uh, a game notable for next to nothing. Apart from the fight at the end? Yeah. All right. Well, until next time on Footy on the Med. Abianto. Arrivederci. Well, that wraps up another episode of Footy on the Med. Another great outing here on the Mediterranean. And we'll be back soon. Arrivederci. Abiento.